I'm Eddie Ramos. And I'm Rona Gandhi. And this is The, the Modern, Modern Actor, Actor Podcast. Hey there, guys. My name is Eddie Ramos. I'm the founder and host of The Modern Actor Podcast. And I'm Rona Gandhi, the co-host of The Modern Actor Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. How's your week going, buddy? Oh, you know, it's been rough. Actually, uh, I had a callback for an AT&T commercial, which actually you and I both went out for, and they pulled a plug on me. They actually canceled my audition, but my audition was also like all the way at 7.15. So I figured they just like didn't want to see anyone after five o'clock. But the bummer of that part is was I was doing my day job all day and I'm looking forward to just like doing something creative, even if it's for like 10 seconds. I didn't get that. So that was uh, that was a bummer of the week. Jeez, did they give you any reason as to why? Like, did you get any other information on that? No, they just, boop, gone. You're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, what we deal with. Yeah, no, it is what we deal with. And there was no reason. I mean, listen, they brought, they kept me on. So I did, I did the callback. And one of the things that's interesting about pand- about the pandemic is that like they pushed the industry into the future. The pandemic just, that was one of the side effects. And we've been using things like Zoom and, uh, and Blue Jeans. Yeah. Uh, you, do you want to talk a little bit about like self-taping right now, just quickly about these kind of uh, live auditions as opposed to a self-tape? Like what's your setup right now? Yeah, so we actually did have an article about that posted just uh, last week or something. But my setup is more or less, uh, it's more basic. I got natural lighting with a little ring light and I have a Rode mic that goes right into my phone and a plain background actually just like this. Uh, Especially I do it on this wall is where my self-tapes happen. Um, But that's more or less it. It's basic, it's simple, it gets the job done and my reps haven't complained that your tape is, you know, low quality, this and that. And you've Um, booked, right? You've booked on self-tapes in the past. I have booked on self-tapes that were worse quality. Um, So now they've, and I've had callbacks with this too. So um, no one has complained about self-tapes. And I think some casting directors are also understanding that if you don't have a perfect setup, you know, it's okay. Totally. Totally. But I think what you're, you know, what you're so great at is like, you're an Amazon guy. You're always into tech. That's why I have you on. You're fucking great at that. <laughs> oh, geez, like, that, that's why you got me on. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you're a good friend of mine. And like, but the thing I wanted to get to is like, these things don't have to be that expensive, right? You can get on Amazon and yeah. uh, your whole setup. I mean, it costs what less than $200, maybe that way less than, I would right. say less than fifth. Uh, well, you know, the road mic was 70, but the ring lights 10, a tripod can be somewhere 30. So I want to say uh, $100, but if that's even before the ring light. You don't have to have the ring light. If you have windows that do natural light, you're just fine. And you can, do, you can have a self-tape set up for 50 bucks, less than that, less than that. Amazing. Well, I have a, I have an inkling that the guest we're about to have on, he might be spending a little bit more. Um, he, he, I've seen some of his pictures on of his setup and it's yeah, just, yeah. it's beautiful. He's got a really beautiful uh, setup. So uh, moving into that, I think, you know, uh, we're having Philip Garcia on. He's our guest today. He's an American actor. He was born and raised in San Jose, California. Since 2012, he has appeared in over 30 national commercials. Yes, you heard that correctly. Uh, Works. Yeah, right. Including most recently, he had two Super Bowl spots for McDonald's and Anheuser-Busch. 
Some of his TV credits include Criminal Minds, Scandal, and Animal Kingdom. Recently, he's appeared on single episodes of ABC's The Rookie, Station 19, Mayans MC, and NCIS LA. He'll be guest starring in episode 415 in CBS SWAT as the Robin Hood-style bank robber John Hardy. Philip is not only an actor, director, he's a photographer, he's a singer-songwriter, he's got his band. uh, Billy and the Kid. Thank you so much, Billy and the Kid. Right. So this guy, this cat, he does it all. And uh, I'm so excited to have him on the show. So without further ado, Philip Garcia. Thank you so much for doing this, man. I mean, I've Dude, been an of admirer of yours for a long time. Shit, I know likewise. you and I met at, yeah, at like a, a SAG workshop. Uh, couldn't tell you what I'm the really- workshop was uh, about, but I think that's when you and I kind of connected. It, w- it was in a parking lot, right? Out of the SAG said, building. Oh my God, you have such a good memory. I do not remember <laughs> that. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> good for you for remembering that. My 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 girl has a, has a tremendous memory as well. Like I can't remember like as soon as I leave set, it's like phew, all the lines are gone. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. No, yeah. man, I, I'm the same way. And listen, you got a lot going on. So I don't, uh, I'm not going to fault you for not remembering our amazing uh, connection the first That's time. That's amazing though, dude. Honestly, I, I think um, it's like, it was like a kindred uh, spirit yeah. thing. And I've always kind of admired you from afar as well. Yeah. You know, um, and God, congratulations. The, all of this coach is acting coach stuff. It's been a dream of mine as well. And you're like, yeah, I, I see you doing it. And, and um, it's really, really cool. I admire that for sure. Man, thank you. Likewise. And, uh, you know, we were just talking about, you know, just how in admiration we are of you and your career and and all the different facets of what you're doing. I mean, you're a photographer, you're into music when we're going to we're going to touch upon some of that stuff. But let's just go like dial the clock back a little bit. Sure. Uh, We're going to work your memory here again. Right, Ro? And uh, (laughs) and, uh, what's up, bro? Good to meet you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and so. Bring us back. You're from San Jose. Let's talk about just, were you acting as a child in high school? How did you come up to, or down rather, down to SoCal and start acting here? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, from, from a, when I was a, a, a toddler, I felt like I was, I was kind of weird. You know, I was kind of a weird kid. And I think my, I got the best of both worlds with my parents. You know, my mom was like super free spirit, like, like power to the people, Latina, Chicana, you know, like, uh, and so she represented that kind of, um, you know, flying, you know, on the breeze type abstract type, type energy. Yes. My dad was the exact opposite. And yeah. so they split up when I was like five. And so when we we're in school, we we're with my dad and my dad was like a, disciplinarian like he was so machismo you know uh kind of like didn't give a fuck you know like why are you crying why are you crying yeah stop crying you know he was like that Mm. and so my mom was more like like baby it's okay to cry you know like so so i got i got both sides of it i i maybe can count on my hand how many times my dad said the words i love you to me but my mom she said it 20 times before we left the door so it's interesting when you kind of look back at things, it's like, well, how did you end up where you currently are? And I think it's because my parents split up and I got both sides of that, you know, male and female energy. And so I was able to kind of use that. And in my day to day in school, in, in elementary school, like I had homies over here that were like in the book club. And then I had homies over here that were like all the athletes. And then I was like a ladies man with these types of girls. And then I could like switch it with the, these types, you know what I mean? So, so, so. Well, it's code switching is happening. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, you kind of learn to, to 
uh, be a chameleon in yes. a way. And, yes. and, and that like was my protection. That was like my security. Anytime it didn't work out for me, I was like, Oh, okay. So I'm good. Let me go. I'll go over here instead. You know, yeah. you can just change yourself. Boom, right away. And I think as an actor, right. All of us are actors. I think it's, um, we learn that to kind of protect ourselves that we can, um, set ourselves up to succeed. And, um, and, 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 and the way to do that is to kind of, um, read the room and to be like, Hey, okay. Like this is what this is right now. And, and maybe it isn't this and let's, let's go with this vibe. Um, and, and, and kind of adjust as needed. Uh, but yeah, I did, I did, I did musical theater and, uh, grew up doing community theater and, uh, my dad was so sweet. As soon as I started to, um, you know, really hone in on, on the idea of becoming an actor. Yeah. When did that happen for you? When yeah. did you say, all right, I'm doing this? Yeah. Fifth grade. It was like fifth grade. I was in a, I was in the jungle book and I was, <laughs> I was Mowgli. And, nice. uh, uh, and from that point on, I think I was, I was pretty set in stone. And then my dad, like, being the disciplinarian that he was, he's like, oh, okay, you want this? Okay, let's put you in classes. Let's get going and this, do, 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 do. Yeah. You know, and he, and he drove me to, um, bless his heart, man. He, he, he drove me to San Francisco from San Jose, which isn't too far, but it's like 45 minutes. Yeah. But I mean, he was basically doing it on his own, you know. Um, That's like going and, from here to, or like Irvine to all the way up to Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a commute. Um, uh, and so he would do it every Sunday. I went to this commercial kids, commercial acting class, shout out to kids on camera in San Francisco. Uh, Judy <laughs> oh, Berlin yeah. was such an angel on this earth. She got me into it. And, uh, I, the, the shining kid that the like top dog there at the time was the kid from uh, toy story, the voice of toy story, Oh wow. like the kid, the, the kid of, in the, of the, Andy, the Andy, oh. Andy's character. And so apparently wow. like he went there and then I thought that was like so cool, you know, cause I wanted to be like this Disney Nickelodeon. The nineties. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that's kind of where it started. And then went to high school, did more professional type shows. And, and then uh, my dad, like, again, being the kind of disciplinarian kind of guy he was, he said, nah, you're not going to pursue the acting career. We don't think it's a good thing for you to do because uh, I wanted to do the Nickelodeon Disney thing. Yeah. And I was so, I mean, you want to be a child actor. Yes. And he's like, he's like, there's lots of uh, repercussions from that in terms yeah. of mental stability and you know a lot of these yeah. guys go on to like have drug problems and things and so uh -huh. my dad saw that and he like held me back from doing all that I wanted to do so I finished high school went to college did the whole thing and then immediately after college started working so would you so study <laughs> would you study in college yeah I I went I, my first um uh, my first uh, two years of college were in musical theater. I got my minor in musical theater, uh, so I could do I could tap I could do a time step I could uh, <laughs> I could do a pirouette if if asked you know. Uh, uh, listeners out there, he's what we call a triple threat. This guy, acting, dance, he does yeah. it all. Yeah, I he's wish. the pinnacle uh, of an actor right here. Yeah. Uh, you know what, dude? Like, I'm, I was such a theater nerd in, in high school. You know, I like I had all my my theater friends. I was in like a, a traveling uh, theater group and we went to Scotland. We went to the Edinburgh French wow, Festival. Nice. Like we did some really cool things. And that kind of set me up to to really understand that shit takes work, man. Like mm. it really does. It, 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 it takes more than just the physical um, um, work, which is our bodies, taking care of our bodies. 
more than that, I think it is the mental um, work that we have to do. Um, and I think it starts with how we view ourselves, right? So, so that was a challenge. That was a challenge for me because we grew up in a, in a society that, you know, we're looking at these, you know, magazines with these beautiful people in it. And I looked like no one in, in these magazines, really. I mean, but all three of us, you know, mm -hmm. we didn't grow up with seeing, you know, you know, somebody that looked like us on, right, on, right. on a lot of TV and in magazines and things. It was like blonde hair, blue eye, you know? So um, it was interesting. And, and I'm only now starting to understand no, no, no. for yeah. sure. And, and so did you, uh, so right out of high school or out of college, rather, did you have reps? Is that like, and that made you come down to LA or did you come to LA first and then do the manager? How did you, yeah, when did you officially start your career or something? Yeah. 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 I would say, I would say, and I, I, this is what I say is 2012 is when I started professionally working as an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been doing this a little over 10 years. I think yeah. me and my dad were like, Hey, so Hey, you give yourself 10 years and then what? Like then yeah. after that, what do you do? So, I had the so same conversation with my father and I've been out here. You're just, you just started one year before me professionally out here as well. And like, I came out because I had a manager. So I was in New York first. And the, one of the reasons I came out and felt secure was that I had the manager. Did you have like a team that uh, right away or? I had nobody dude. And, and I had a cousin. I had a cousin who was working here in, in LA and like, he couldn't even get me into his agent at the time. And, oh. and, uh, I, I, I happened from my showcase actually. Um, and my, the dude, uh, it's kind of a weird thing to talk about because for that, the listeners at home, tell us what the showcase was. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I went to a school called the uh, AMDA, the American musical and dramatic Academy. I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys have heard of it, but, yes. um, huge in Hollywood, right? Yes. And even, yeah. even now, I mean, I, I think it, a school like that really depends on how much effort you put into it. And I put my whole heart into it, you know? So, so I got back what I put into it. I got, I got an agent right out of uh, college um, from my showcase, my showcase. I had to sing uh, two songs. I, I did a monologue and then uh, I did a scene. Hmm. Um, and I find it so funny. I think I look back at my scene that I did and it's like, so not me. I did like this. I was like a, a, a Cuban and I talked like this and I sounded like a Scarface or something like that. And I did like this thing. Like, uh, but I think my agent at the time, this dude gave me my start and I, I definitely owe him that. From there, like you start auditioning for these commercials and then you start to see a little money and you're like, okay, commercials, commercials, I think is where, um, it, like, that's what I'd like to, think of myself now is like I work the commercials so that I can do all of the other TV and film stuff, which is right. really my passion. You know what I mean? I really want to create more, more, more characters and do more film work. And, you know, that's kind of where you kind of, you start to see a little bit of money and you're like, okay, let me, let me drive this a little bit. And I had the experience from when I was a kid, I, I kind of knew, you know, like, oh, if they can't see your eyes, they can't cast you. Yeah. You know, I knew, I knew all that. I knew all that Those stuff. Little intangibles that no one teaches you. You're selling a product. Who mm -hmm. are you? Uh, uh, they don't want actors. They want real people. You yeah. know, it, it's not. It's not uh, a play. You're not doing a play or a musical. It's not. It's not important to tell the story and what's right. The no. They want real folks coming coming in so that they can sell their product. Right. So, so anyway. you you know you're saying you you want to play these characters. You want to do all these stories. So you have some crazy range. 
we've seen you in Mayans, Criminal Minds, uh, The Rookie, and then you've also switched gears and did something like Game Game Shakers on, uh, you know, for a kid show. Oh God! So, <laughs> so how do you, you guys watch that? Oh God! <laughs> oh, we saw we saw it all, man. Um, how do you approach uh, both those? You know, you get the audition, you got something super dramatic, you got something super cheesy like Game Shakers. What are you doing differently that's working and how are you approaching both those things from the minute you get the sides to the minute you leave the room? Right. I think um, it's interesting now because every once in a while I'll get a Disney or Nickelodeon thing and, and, and no, no, I'm not like downing anybody who takes those auditions, but Oh God, she's going to get mad at me. The casting director is going to get mad at me if she hears this, but I remember, and this is the, this is the truth. I'm keeping it real right now. Okay. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping 100 with you guys. Okay. So listen to this. The (laughs) other day I got this audition and, and, and this particular character had to dress up in like a costume, like a chicken costume or something, or like a panda costume or something. I forget what it was. And I remember as I was doing it, my, my girl helps me with a lot of my tapes. And, and I remember sitting there and I just got, I wasn't getting it. You know, I wasn't getting, wasn't getting the lines down and something, it wasn't working, you know, and it's a guest star role. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm at the point now where I'm try, trying to take just guest stars and up, you Stay, know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm doing it. And I just, I honestly, i I literally felt like I wanted to cry uh, because I felt I wasn't, fulfilled like i'm dressing up in a costume and and like this isn't what i want to do you know uh but we we do it and and we sacrifice a little um but yeah i think i'm at the point now of where um when i receive something i take the time to actually read the email go through the things Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that it is is actually something that i want to do something that i'm passionate about and and look (laughs) for people that are listening that are just getting into acting that won't be you at first. You're gonna right. take everything that everything. comes into your door. But at this point, I think I've, I think I've, um, I think I deserve to, 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 to say, hey, I, I've done X amount of jobs. Now yeah. I have X amount of real material, whatever. Right. Um, right. I think it's okay after a certain point to, to start being a little selective. Um, and, and so anyway, when I get it, I read it. I go over it and then I respond to agents, managers, whatever, and, 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 you know, make sure that that's something that I want to do. Or if it's something that I'm not feeling connected to, I tell them, I say, you know, guys, I'm actually, thank you for the push, but I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm not feeling too connected to this material. Mm-hmm. And my, my theatrical agent, especially, she's like, badass lady dude she uh shout out to gva geneva at, at gva like she fights for me and for the artistry of it so I'm, I'm glad to have people on my team that understand where i'm trying to go and um what i'm trying to do and you know stepping it up each time you know and just a note and just a little tad on that a little uh, jump on that is like you're gonna be the one that has to show up to set possibly year after year and play this character it's not going to be your team it's not going to be anyone else you have to ask yourself is this someone that i want to be for the next three six years of my life if it goes that far and uh you know when you get an agent or any part part of your team that's a supportive right an actor's teammate i mean that is just a blessing and so i'm glad to hear that you have that i think everybody looking out for agents or managers or um any capacity of, of uh, a teammate or representation, you're really looking for someone that's going to advocate for you. And you have to ask that self, yourself that question, do I want to do this? And right. so if the answer is no, then there's no shame in that. 
Yeah. Um, and are you down to wake up five, five in the morning, every morning to go yeah. jump in a cost, a chicken man costume? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, re, re, uh, now let me remind you, it was just a guest star role. So, so yeah. I still audition for it, but uh, yeah. so, so, so there is, I don't know, you, you have to kind of, uh, you, you balance it. You, you, right. you find some balance in it, you know? Well, let me, um, uh, let me touch upon that a little bit is yeah. so you recently did Mayans. Is that correct? Yeah. And that at least from your resume was billed as a co-star. So you had mm -hmm. some guest stars before that. How come you decided to go back? You're good. Was it just because of Mayans or, you know, what was your thought process behind that? Okay. Cause there are so bigger co-star roles that should be guest stars and there's guest star roles that should be co-stars but you know, they are what they are. And sometimes like, at least my manager will say, we can get you a co-star on like a big show. Maybe that's worth it, but you don't want to burn yourself on an NCIS for a co-star when there's more stuff down the line. Yeah. So how yeah. come you went backwards a little bit? Yeah. So this theatrical agent, that was my last co-star that I took, by the way. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, so it's interesting to talk about, but here's my mind's story. Uh, initially when they were first doing the, the, Mayans uh, looking for the regulars I got a call back I, and I went to go like test with uh, do chemistry reads with other guys and nice. like I was in there I was in the mix with all those guys um, I think that they were considering me for Coco for for Richard Cabral's character which Richard I mean Richard Cabral is can't be more authentic than than him <laughs> right but uh you know I was kind of like the uh I was kind of like the dark horse you know because uh, I I was playing a a, more of a character than than they were they're like super um real authentic they're from that world badass guys yeah, yeah. they have they're like joe pesci in the italian mafia movies exactly exactly so so it was cool to like be in the mix of those guys i, I remember uh my my test was with uh raymond cruz you guys know who raymond cruz is he's uh tucci in um in uh, breaking bad oh uh, yeah uh but i mean he goes back i mean he's blood yeah. and blood out like he's back you know like uh, latin like superstar anyway i i go in and i my scene is with him and he has to it's like a really emotional scene and i, I um i'm sitting there wendy o'brien's in there casting director and I just remember shaking, dude. Like I remember being just so nervous, you know, like, but they probably couldn't tell that I was nervous, but, but inside I, my heart was beating so fast. And um, I'm reading there with Raymond Cruz, Raymond Cruz is like, like really literally rolling tears. Okay. I'm like, this guy's good. Uh, and I have bringing to bring it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, no, no wonder you're, 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 you've done so much. Yeah. Anyway, I'm grab grabbing his face like this and I'm like, it's okay, brother. Like, like, it's okay. Um, brother, like we got you, you know, it's like a, a family or whatever. And, um, yeah, I, anyway, I didn't get it. Uh, and, and, you know, as time passes, the show goes on and I've auditioned for different roles here and there. And Wendy O'Brien brings me back in for different things. And, um, then this one came up and my agent at the time, I had been auditioning a few times to get in there and, and, and co-star, I was looking for a, co it was a co-star and I was like, probably don't probably want to get away from it, but it's Mayans. Right. See, that was, that was my, that was my perspective. I was like, I don't care. It's one of my right. favorite shows on TV. Uh, some of my favorite creators, some of my favorite, like, just like good um, star uh, Latin. It was like a Latin mm -hmm. show. Yeah. So like, I felt like um, it was something I really wanted to be a part of. Even if it was like a featured background, I probably would have taken it for real. Um, but that was my last, I gave myself that one. 
Um, but moving forward, you, but you're right. You're, you're right. It, it, it is kind of looked at um, in the world of um, this entertainment industry. It is kind of looked at as a step back. But yeah. it, for me, it was a worthwhile step back. Yeah. yeah. And to the listeners out there, you're going to, you're going to approach certain roles that exactly on paper may look like it's a step back according mm -hmm. to the industry, but you've got to take those ones yeah. that just speak to your heart and speak to your soul. Because in the, in the long run, it probably wasn't a step back. Right. right. Phil, like, I mean, the, the footage you got from that, like I've seen your scene on your reel and all that, like it is, it is badass. It's a great character for you. And just to be part of that uh, ecosystem, to be part of that show in that time frame, I mean, you can't, I mean, it's just, it's valuable. It's invaluable. And uh, sometimes it's bigger than the money, the paycheck. I mean, hopefully, exactly. right? Most of the time. The value. At least you've value. established that connection with everybody. Yeah, and man, and I, so speaking upon that, Phil, yeah. do you approach, so you're a commercial. To me, I, I go back and forth and I think this guy, like, I mean, you booked, you booked 30 national commercials since you started in 2012. Do you look at commercials in the same way as theatrical? Like, oh, I'm not going to go for that, uh, that brand. Or what's your approach on, on commercials? Uh, you know, you just recently came out in two nationals, uh, in the, the Super Bowl, no less. Yeah. Which is not, uh, an easy <laughs> did you know, going into them that they were going to be Super Bowl spots? Yes. Yes. Oh, so, wow. So, so with Super Bowl spots, they are in the contract. It says Super Bowl LV or whatever, whatever this one, yeah, one was. Right. So yeah, you kind of, you kind of know, you kind of know. So, and, and, and honestly on paper, and and in the eyes of um, the rest of the world, Super Bowl commercials are so cool, like yeah. so 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 cool. But to an actor, see, so we kind of look at I look at commercial work as um, it pays the rent, right? So mm -hmm. it's not something that you can put on your resume, really, which is unfortunate because David Fincher was involved in the the Anheuser Busch commercial so wow. i'm like i want to be able to say that david fincher like had some piece of selecting me for this role or, or so for funny. this commercial or whatever yeah. but but you can't really and, and even on our resumes and for people who are just starting like you, you don't put like oh did this mcdonald's commercial did this taco bell commercial blah blah right. blah, blah you it's put just conflicts available upon request Yes, you put current conflicts available upon request, which is so annoying because like, well, like I just did all this, you know, yeah. work and and it, footage looks great. They're shooting on. So does did your theatrical agent care that you were you work with David Fincher? Is that anything she could use? Did you tell her like, you know, what was that? I don't know. I don't know if she uses it. I think she knows. Um, yeah, she's she's all about like commercials. She's like. <laughs> whatever she's yeah. like whatever are you available to go on on this audition yesterday no. right she's like are you gonna take this job or not you know like she's <laughs> badass like that which is she's like she's, I, that's what i appreciate you know like she she don't she don't care you know and she doesn't yeah. mince words at all yeah. and she tells me how it is you know um and i appreciate her for that but yeah i think the commercial world is completely separate than the theatrical world and i think that's a common misconception right um i think for me that's like my part-time job you know mm -hmm. the, the 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 commercial work that that's what i do in place of having to work at togo's sandwiches you know <laughs> or like having to work at the movie theater or so what, like what be a waiter you know so yeah. um yeah it's like my survival job so then you've booked so many for people listening at home how to break into commercials give us a little bit on how you approach a commercial audition what are you doing that you feel is different yeah. than everyone else 
Yeah. So back in the day when we used to go to auditions and have to be in the room with other people, which I'm sure will come back at some point, but yeah, um, I, agree. I think we're going to see a lot of this Zoom remaining. Uh, 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 I think one kind of, I took this really great class. It's uh, Killian's Workshop. Have you guys no, I did that? too. I did too. Wow, back God, in the so day good. when I first came here. But you know, I don't really use anything from that anymore. I it's mean, so I'm interesting. callbacks and booking, but look, I mean, this Zoom thing is a whole other like a beast, right? So, yeah. so getting comfortable in front of the Zoom and like being able to talk to the Zoom and, and having your eye lines down enough to be like, know where you're looking and things like that, like so technical, right? But I think something um, when I started to see the switch in my booking ratio for commercials is when I started walking into auditions and just like basically Absolutely. as soon as soon as you walk in and be like, whatever like i'm here and you guys are going to cast me in this or not like i'm here uh, this is a collaborative effort i'm happy to be this is what i say to myself this is a good mantra right here i'm i'm easy to work with and i'm happy to be here mm. that's it and Beautiful. so so if i if i come in like that and, and it's like do 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 what oh okay cool that that works but like okay cool uh, what if i did like something like this like uh blah 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 they're like uh mm -hmm. cool yeah 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 do, yeah for sure do that and i'm like all right cool let's um let's give it a try Nice. You know, like super chilled out, you know, like, yeah, not, yeah. Not, like given, you know, like not, not like yeah. a diva or anything, but I think it has to do with, you know, um, act like you've been there before. Right, right, mm. right, right. You know, and I think casting producers, um, directors, everybody responds to someone who that they don't have to worry about on set, you know. And do you feel like you've transitioned that to your theatrical auditions in the same manner? Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, and I think even more so. I think the theatrical stuff, it's even more of a collaborative, such a huge word. Yeah. Um, it's a collaborative effort. And I try not to forget the artistry of it. You know, we can kind of get lost in this. I need to be a, a robot. You know, I need to be exactly what you want me to be. And my name is Philip Garcia. You know, like, <laughs> no, like, that, that's yeah. not what we want here. Right, you know, right, uh, right. Uh, we, we want, we want, you we want you right. to bring your most authentic selves um to whatever you're to, to whatever you're doing and i think that's part of it dude i mm -hmm. think this acting career is all part of knowing who you are and how you fit you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say i like this person i trust mm -hmm. this person and i want to work with this person because this person works hard and and yeah. this person um is a good person and you know, I think it starts with us, right? So if, if you don't love yourself, you don't trust yourself, then good luck. <laughs> good but luck the main trying. lesson to take away is letting it go, being there, collab collaborating. Super chill. Yeah. 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 So we want to work towards wrapping up here with you, Phil. We're mindful of your time. You know, you do a bunch of other things too, right? So I feel like that's finding yourself right you're a photographer you're a director you've done music videos you're in a band yourself right a, a music group how have you used that stuff to inform your acting or who you are as a person and was there any hesitancy to uh like kind of go down those different paths especially no. when you're successful in, in some yeah, of the for sure thanks yeah. man um yeah i i i can this consider myself a kid. 
Yanks, yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my music duo that we're we're still working on. We've been working on it for years, but it's it's tough because the music industry is a little bit different than the um, acting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of money in it, you know. Unless you're signed by a big, huge label, it's it's kind of hard to really get your foot in. Um, but we do it for fun. I mean, we 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 got lost in in you know, working with some pretty big producers at one point and, and we're trying to like, you know, tour and do all these big things, but we realized we weren't that passionate about it, you know? Um, So now we're just working on music and doing it for the, for the fun of it, you know, getting back to where it started, you know? Um, And, and thank you for mentioning this. This is, this is cool. But how does it relate to my acting career? I, I think it's, I think it, um, I think it's cool. I think it it kind of distracts me from, you know, waiting on these jobs, waiting on these mm. callbacks and appointments and pins and avails and things. Like it, it it's it distracts my artistry a bit. So it gets me to kind of put my hands in something else artistic so that I can feel some type of um fulfillment because I think the acting stuff can um I think the acting stuff can really be kind of um unfulfilling at times because you know there's so much that's out of our control but now i mean everything is at our fingertips now i feel like you know we can we can create our own short films shoot our monologues and and get cinematographers involved and like you know our even our self tapes are becoming more cinematic now so i mean yours are incredible dude everything you post on your story i'm like this guy's setup yeah, we gotta ask you how much. Did I, it run? You know, he sent me over a care one of the characters you did. I guess he was like some some guy at the door selling some the vacuum. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that was hilarious, man! I loved watching that. Yes. It, it inspired me. Oh, thanks, man. I think yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I think um, it's something that I, I, God, I'm such a nerd about it, but uh, I, I think we're, we're the same. Please nerd it up with us. Oh, I love it. I, I, I just like, I'm kind of a nerd about it. So a- unless you're interested in filmmaking and, and like kind of understand. So somebody told me the other day, it was like Tom Cruise knows every focal length of the lens that he's being shot on. Wow. He knows, he knows what frame rate it's being shot at. He knows all, everything he's a control freak right and in my mind i'm like oh shit i'm kind of like that I, I i like to i like to know exactly what the frame is i like to know where this light's at which light do i want to play at where, where's my shadow you know like how can i put my i love that aspect mm-hmm. of it so it's it's very very technical so for the early actor um maybe not I the think- best thing to focus on maybe not the best thing to focus on and, and let me tell you in terms of these self tapes or whatever there is no light or camera or lens or microphone that is going to make a great self tape. Yeah. Boom. Point blank. There is no light that will, that, that will uh, replace a great performance. Absolutely. I mean, you, you see all of these old uh, self tapes and, 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 and auditions from all these huge actors and they're shot on like a damn VHS yeah. camera. Yeah. So, the so yeah. yeah, the quality isn't what really matters, but, for me, it's just like kind of fun, you know, sure. for me to, for, for me to do it and to kind of like, honestly, create a little movie for yourself, put yourself in the best position to succeed. And for me, that's like kind of mimicking what would happen on set. Okay. You know, I like to, I like to kind of um, put myself in that, in that, in that realm. I had a real quick on the lighting and the self tapes or whatever. Uh, I had a, um, an amazing manager. She, she, she's since passed away, but um, back in the day, it was like one of my first managers that I had. Her name is Joan Sittenfield. Look her up. She has a book. It's called Ready, Act, 
or ready, act, go, or ready, set, act, right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's a genius. She's like literal genius. Um, and I remember being like so intimidated by her, like having her as a manager, but she said something to me one time that will always stick with me. She's like, she's like these headshots, like who took, who took these headshots? I'm like, Oh, um, blah, 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 this photographer. And she's like, well, were these taken? Where were these taken? And she, uh, she's like, were these natural light or were these, um, under, under lights wow. or what, like what flash bulbs? What? Right. Right. And I'm like, uh, I, th- I, uh, I think it was natural light. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, okay, cool. Um, you need to get new headshots. I'm like, she just missed them. Wow. Well, why? Why? How come I can't use the natural light headshots? Right. She's like, she was like so frustrated. She was like, okay, when you're on set, have you ever been? And you are kind of sometimes. But she said she's like she's like you want to you want to set yourself up you want to look how you do in your headshots how you're going to look on set right right and it's the same thing with these self tapes right you kind of want to light yourself how they light on set and 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 it's cool like you know people use these ring lights and things and it's cool and i like that you can travel easy but for me i've never been a fan of the ring lights because it creates a little ringy in your eye Mm -hmm. and i've never seen a ring light on set you know in terms of good way to look at it in terms of that, but it is easy. I get that. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people asking me like, oh, you know, do you get huge ring lights? And I'm like, no, I have the, I have a really soft big box. soft boxes. And I think that creates like this really nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like expensive. In- Actually, we spoke about that in a self-tape article recently, but yes, uh, they are good. Worth it. I think you invest in yourself, right? You invest in your, in your, in your business. Yeah, and in the and- setup. You worked with Bong Joon-ho on Okja. Oh, Academy man. Award winner. Give us a quick rundown what that was like, what the audition was like, what's he, what is he like? Because I'm sure everyone wants to know. Yeah, I put, I want, really want to do this um, tutorial, self tape tutorial, um, and and that's a really great one because there were no lines for me in the audition, and um, it's literally just like three moments. It's like you you no, you look at you look at the picture, you notice her, and then. You just gotta kind of see something in the eyes. They 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 specifically said this actor needs to be able to act with their eyes uh-huh. only, and and I see why. It's such a creative audition process, such a creative. And that was the first time I went to a meeting like with the casting director. Like she invited me out to coffee. Wow. For a very small role like this, and in fact, I think it was like a featured background role, but it shot in Vancouver. They flew me out. Everything I was there for a month. For a month, for, for, wow. for just no lines, for, for the no eyes, lines. baby, for no lines and <laughs> the, the eyes, eyes right? right? But it's a pivotal, it's a very pivotal moment. I think there were some scheduling issues too, but um, yeah, one of the coolest. I, and I want to go and like go back and show people that, especially young actors, to show people that that self tape because it wasn't like the nicest thing or anything. But I gave them exactly what they needed, and it was just me like doing this, and I had to with the, just with the eyes. And it's like. It's like confused. All right, I forget what the actual, I yeah. sure have the email somewhere, but um, being on set with Bong Joon, I mean, I knew how huge he was then, you know, um, right. no piercer had already come out or whatever. And this is pre-Parasite yeah, for those. Uh, yes, pre-Parasite, um, but Snowpiercer was a huge hit yeah. for him too. And and I was, we were just there with Giancarlo Esposito, like one of my 
idols. You know, yeah. I just love him. I, I I see myself having a career similar to his. Mm. Um, uh, Paul Dano, and, and like just like these huge like A listers, yeah. like just the I, my scene wasn't really with them, but they were there doing their shit yeah. and i got to talk to paul dano and oh there's like crazy uh steven yen and and, and what about what about bong joon ho what was he like what okay was it like so working with him he does not speak a lot of english mm-hmm. he speaks very very little english so he had a translator there and so anytime he had a note translator would walk up to me and be like okay so um director wow. wants you to do this and and do don't do anything so a lot of the time it was like nothing they wanted me to do nothing acting wise like me i'm like an actor's actor i'm like yeah yeah let me do all the business i can possibly do show you baby yeah nah and bong joon ho was like "Mm, no (laughs) no no you understood when he was like nah yeah but it was it was a wide shot you know it was probably probably because we didn't couldn't see it but um such a genius such a sweetheart and you could tell his energy he just he just wanted everything to go right and that's it and he wasn't like you know stressed out at all ever he was just like very zen very right. zen yes all right Good. man well this was awesome phil thanks man great, i wish we had more time thank you for being on here we'll definitely have you on again phil for sure brother thank you so much for your time man and it's great that we finally got to connect right. yes sir yes sir thank you guys so much for having all me right.